Sweet. So, hey everybody, welcome back to the Priority One Podcast. Don't breathe into the mic like that. Hey everybody. Okay. See, we're keeping this. We're not. We're keeping this. It'll probably end up somewhere. Somewhere. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Priority One Podcast. My name's Caleb. I'm Moy. And I'm Andrew. And we're doing an ASMR episode because Andrew and I just moved into our new house. It's not a new house, but it's new to us. It's a, it's a very old house. It's a very, very, very old house. Very dated in a lot of senses, but it works. And we are in my very unfinished room. There are clothes and frisbees strewn about all over the place. But I mean, all things considered, it pr- works. Pretty spa- somewhat spacious house. Yeah. Very yeah. spacious yard. As far as like, you know, if five guys could ever live in a house together, this would be like, you it's, know. Top five setups. The house, like, the house does not suck. No, it does not. Not at all. There are definitely worse places to live. Uh, okay, Mr. <laughs> so, welcome to our first ever ASMR episode. And this is the first episode we've recorded in like three months. So we're going to be a little bit rusty. That, like, you're, this <laughs> we, is, we know we're going to, we, we is, already know we're on the wrong foot because me and Caleb have been in a conversation for like a whole minute and Hoyt hasn't said a thing. Yeah. Turned over a new leaf. What can I say? Yeah. We, uh, yeah. So we're wrapping up our A Time Spent Away series. We're going to start with Hoyt's today. Uh, Hoyt's time spent away all over the eastern seaboard. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we, Just uh, the southeast in general. Yeah. Well, and not even the south at some point. Yeah. Some might even say north, Caleb. <laughs> that does seem to be the alternative to south. So, Andrew, am I easier to understand when I'm in ASMR mode or am I just as, as usual? No, you're so much easier to understand. Really, Hoyt's harder to understand because of how he's like reclining and holding the mic like that. Yes, Hoyt, is, Hoyt is doing the paint so me like better. your French girls you. pose on my bed right now. Draw me like your French girls, Leo. Um, Trevor is not with us at this moment. He will be at some point. And I told him to be gentle with the uh, the knocking and the entrance because there are folks sleeping. Yeah, folk that may or may not be related to one Andrew Van Einstein. Uh My brother and my father. Yes, in fact. Delightful lads. Mm-hmm. Now, Hoyt. Yes, sir. I have a very fun heresy for you today. Is it time for Hoyt's heresy? It is time for Hoyt's heresy. Andrew, play our, play our theme song. Do, 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 do. Hoyt's heresy. Do, do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you have to clip that and play that every time now. Yeah. I'm <laughs> not, it. No, Andrew, I'm not going to clip it. Like, Oh, yeah, we're, make, we're make clipping note, that. Save it. Go back and add it to all the other podcasts. <laughs> retroactively anyway um so the bed you're currently like what reclined on the bed on which you're currently reclined yeah feels really good the bottom of this bed the part that's supporting the mattress Mm -hmm. was constructed by me and my mother this afternoon for about three hours mama collins yep did a great job um and he completely ignored every text i sent him and then he just said i've been building a bed yeah (laughs) sorry doing engineer things so, the the the, the uh, yes, the, biomedical engineering requires building a bed, and that's the only requirement to getting in. It's harder than his than his project last semester. You've watched your filthy mouth out. Much with soap easier right than now. communications. Yes. Um. Well, there was a, a one point in time where I was turning myself into a pretzel to try to insert some screws, and. Mom was like, she literally, this is mom. All right. I claim it in Jesus' name. This screw will go in this hole. <laughs> here's, the, here's the sad part. Immediately after she said it, it went in. Your mother has the gift of prophecy. <laughs> yep. Wait, give it up, hold up. She claimed it. it All right, you're going to have to repeat that. Like I said, this computer has not been on in probably a month and is not been used for recording since spring ah. and the ableton just froze for three seconds because like okay. all the audio went out of here and then it's just like was less and then went, see what happens okay sorry for some technical difficulties um things happen but anyway wait as we were discussing is this going to be the first yes in voice it might be the first yes give, give me your logical breakdown of what 
Maybe she said it. She claimed it in Jesus' name. Immediately went in. 100% prophecy rate. Success rate. So far. So far. Unless there's others that she, you know. Hasn't told me about. Yeah. Well. What I'm saying is, is Caleb's mother is a prophet. Prophetess. Prophetess. I mean, yeah, based on... Yes. <clears throat> so if you, if you take the perspective of Deuteronomy, which says that if a prophet proves himself false, stone him. Linda Collins has no means to, you know, has no grounds, rather, to be stoned upon. Mm-hmm. So what your verdict? Yes. Wow. Tis wow. biblical. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm shook. That was a fun. But you know, it's not shook. It's bad. It's not. It's pretty because, firm. I like because it. Because it's built bed. on a firm foundation. Because Christ is my firm foundation. Welcome, Rich Einstein. We know how your name. We're saying that so much this summer. He won't. He won't. He won't. He won't fail. He won't. Okay. Well. Um, a couple of things, because housekeeping things. Um, we have been down on the social media side of things because we were busy. <laughs> busy boys. Um, so, yeah. Uh, sorry about that. But go back and listen to all the podcasts if you haven't done that yet, because that would be a good thing to do. New episode out Monday. Yep. August 15th. That's the day they're listening to this. They know already. I know. And there will be one they already know, on so they August won't have to... 22nd. So, yeah. the week after that. We have not missed a Monday since we started. That's pretty impressive. We've been pretty open. Well, I released one or on a two Tuesday. on a Tuesday. One on a Tuesday, but we've not missed a week. Yeah, we haven't missed a week yet. Pretty impressive. It's doing pretty yeah. good. Um, that normally happens around this time because we're we're big. Gosh, <laughs> yeah, we have a big podcast. Yeah, I don't even know what the numbers are at this point. At least five million. We are approaching, I think, two thousand. 2,000 million? Yes. Yes. Thank you, engineering, for those numbers. Because we were at like upper 1,700s a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. 1,700 millions, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we also said that there would be... We've taken so many of y'all's money. It's not... Yeah, it's great. It's not even funny. Like, y'all don't even know y'all are getting scammed. What? They have to pay... No. Twenty nine ninety five on Patreon. The tabernacle dust and the holy water. Yeah, and plus you know the five bucks if they actually want the episode. Right, right, yeah. We and said the there, healing cloth. We said that there would be a midsummer episode that never happened. That's my bad. I, the, the summer was a logistical nightmare, and we were just like, you know what? The ramble on that was supposed to come out this month. Just drop it on a Monday. By logistical nightmare, it was. Caleb texted and said, hey, we need to record this the day before I was gone for well, a week and a I, half. I also did it like a week in advance, too. I did. It, I, I sent multiple texts. Don't act like I didn't. I was also not there for most of that uh, week. But that being said, you know what? I think it's, I was in better. the great state of Texas that week. Mm. Yes. Wait, when were you in Texas? Sometime in July. July 4th week? I think it was the week after. Oh, I was there July 4th week. Nah. It's crazy. Yeah, because we came back from my grandma's house the day after the 4th to the 5th, and we left for Texas that day. Mm. Wait, so y'all were there that week then? Yeah. Math, yeah. That's so long, you guys. said the week after. That's what threw me off. I'm literally shocked right now. It is what it is. Anyway. Hoyt, tell us about your time. It's been away all over the place this summer. I went to so many places. So many Um, ways of time spent. To so many ways of time spent. Away. Um, Away. Spent time. Oasis. Away spent time. Oasis. Wonderwall. Guitar. Capo 2. 
John Mayer. Day day is going to be the day. Having a stroke. Just starts naming guitar things. Anyway. Okay, so I guess I'll just uh, talk about where I went. We had training week in Shaco Springs, uh, Alabama. That's right outside of Talladega. Then here was our summer tour, if you will, because our camp traveled around. Um, So I was on the green team for student life camp. I was a rec squad leader for the shock team. So we were the yellow team. Um, And I'll get into that later if y'all want to, but just to give y'all the, the baseline information. Uh, We went to Ridgecrest in North Carolina. We went down to Lakeland, Florida to Southeastern university. Then we went to Myrtle beach and that was our bigger camp where we didn't have rec or, or missions. And then we went to University of North Carolina in Asheville, which is about 30 minutes from Ridgecrest. Then we went to Wilson, North Carolina, to a small college called Barton College. It's literally like smack dab in the middle of a neighborhood. It's smaller than East Central Community College. It was pretty cool, actually. No. No, for real. You got me shook, homie. Let me tell you all about this crap hole there for a second. Sorry, Barton College, you were not good. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I hope we don't. I hope they don't want to sponsor us and then listen to this episode and hear what Hoyt sank. No, no, they won't. Um, well, how about don't put students in a uh, dorm room that's got open pipes, you know, asbestos. Um, asbestos, asbestos is never, fun. Asbestos never kill anybody. Asbestos. Uh, tile, <laughs> tile, cause may have. tile from the ceiling just I mean, on yeah. the ground. Asbestos is so like go Dude. watch the YouTube videos of them demonstrating asbestos, and they're just sitting there holding it. Like, look at all the amazing uses of this. It's great, great stuff. There was one shower on the fifth floor. If you look down, th- they were doing construction in this place they had us in. Okay. <sighs> Fun. If you went to the shower and looked down, you could see the first floor shower. That is kind of funny. They put us there. <clears throat> they thought that'd be a fun place for us to stay. I wouldn't, I'm. I I don't care for heights at all. That would that wouldn't be fun. If it I, wouldn't like open like it was like you had to like look through a hole oh, in the wall. That's not bad. Though. Just another brick in the wall. Shout out Pink Floyd. Anyway. <laughs> Hey, that was actually that was actually a really fun experience so that camp. Um, we had a really cool camp pastor, and um, they were just a lot of fun to be around. And some of the other camp pastors, like they were fun and they talked to us, but like these guys actually like hung out with us and uh, like spent time and like poured into us. It was it was fun. Um, anyway, so we went to there. Then we had an off week and. So student life filled that week with us going to Texas and staff volunteering with um, the Aqua team. Like I said earlier, we were the green team. There's five teams for student life. There's the green team, Aqua team, blue team, orange team, and then yellow team is kids team, kids camp. Um, so we went there for 4th of July. Then we went back to UNC Asheville. Then we went to the Smoky Mountains and uh, Sevierville, Tennessee. That's where J.D. Greer was. Um and David Platt I'm was... I'm a big JD stand, by the way. Yeah, that's why I mentioned that. Uh, David Platt was our pastor, speaker, guy at um, Myrtle Beach. And then after the Smokies, we went back to Ridgecrest. And we finished in Pennsylvania at a, a place called Tuscarora in Pennsylvania. And that was really fun. So, Caleb, you have a okay. slew of questions for yes, me. Yes, I do. Um, so what was the most, what, like, what was your favorite pit stop like, along the way? Like, what was, like, of all the places that you went, what was the one that one stuck out to you as the most naturally beautiful? Oh, like scenery? Mm-hmm. Mm. We did stop in Clinton, Mississippi one night. We did. <laughs> you did. I don't know why I said we did. We did. No, um, I mean, if you haven't seen Clinton, Mississippi, oh, come on. No, um, I would probably say, uh, there's two. When we were in Pennsylvania, we were on the Delaware River, 
mm. where this place was, yeah. and it was just like the creek part of the river. Like, what was the weather like up there that time of year? Oh man, it was like 80, 85, no humidity. Oh man, it was fantastic, beautiful. Yeah, and um, it was kind of mountainous up there. Sorry, um, but not really. But um, it's really cool river flowing right there. It was awesome. You could fly fish on there. It was mm. beautiful. And uh, but nothing beat the Ridgecrest Mountains. Those were beautiful. I have a video of it on my phone of us in our Penske driving back down the mountain, and there's like an opening on the side of the road, and we could just like you could just see out and like see South Carolina and Georgia and Tennessee. It was so cool. Or South Carolina and Tennessee. Yeah, at that spot. Yeah. Okay, so you you spent a lot of time at a Penske this summer. I did. What was one of your favorite Penske memories? Off the top of your head. When he ran over that. Uh, when I hit that kid. <laughs> we not that did not happen. With Jared Singleton, if you're listening to this, and I know you are, that did not happen. I would love to be in Truck World next year. <laughs> no. Um a lot of fun stuff happened um we just stopped at loves a bunch we did stop at bucky's one time okay you the, there's an experience you told me about with a certain snack item from loves that betrays you this yeah, happened like this happened shared. since i've been home yes but i learned to love these it's actually the night I called FaceTimed you and said we were going to Florida. Ah. That's when I had them the first time this summer. Ah. Okay, guys. So getting in the summer. Getting in the summer. Still June. Um I've been in Salt Lake for like a week. Spoiler Sorry, guys, alert for next week's episode. Gosh. <laughs> it's all about me. <laughs> Is it ever not? Is it ever not? No. Is it ever long? I'm so that was stupid. Okay. Appreciate the effort. Yeah. That's what I try. I bring the effort. Okay. So ever since I can remember, I've always enjoyed a good string cheese growing up, right? That's a good lad to do. And never once have they turned on me. Until this summer. I at a Loves one night got a actually it wasn't even a Loves, it was like a You said it was a Walmart, I think. No, 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 no. That's that's the occasion it happened. I'm talking yeah. about when I first started getting them. It was like a pilot. It's the yeah. It, no, it wasn't a pilot, but it was like one of those types. Like Exxon. Yeah, yeah, something okay. like that. Um, Some and I got a. Uh, it was like a random. It was like a loves like for like mm-hmm. big trucks to pull stop. through. Okay. It's like a flying jays or something like that. Yeah, I think I that's you, what it was called. You. But anyway, that's beside the point. Uh, I got one of these mozzarella wrapped with a with a deli meat, right? And all summer long, my jam has been the mozzarella or Colby Jack wrapped in the prosciutto, but the prosciutto. Okay. And oh. after, <laughs> right? Italian, but that was French. All yeah, good. I was. All good. Hey, it's, it's okay. The Europeans, they're all the same. <laughs> I mean, it's all one culture, right? I mean, it's, yeah. we're one race, and the, we're off the air in the, Europe. The Germans, the French, the Italians—they're all the same. Oh, the French light just went off. <laughs> that was so stupid. <laughs> okay. Um. The, anyway, <laughs> the Romanians and the Brits love each other. <laughs> is Portugal even a country? <laughs> Let's be honest. Hey, careful about saying what is and isn't a country these days. <laughs> Um, so mozzarella or Colby Jack wrapped in the deli meat, specifically, specifically, specifically prosciutto. Um, anyway, so, you know, I eat these all summer long. They're great. Fantastic. Love them. I'm readjusting myself just cause this is a horrific experience. Yeah. You need, you, you need to slide your bed. So it's not next to that window. Why? That way, if you sit up and lean against the wall, you don't have to lean against the window. I'm going to be sleeping where I'm sitting, not where he's sitting. Get over it. Okay. I want to do with my life. Um, So I go to Walmart when I get home just to get some groceries for my new house that I'm living in. One of the groceries I get, 
It's the mozzarella wrapped in prosciutto. I have one of these the other night at about 10.45 p.m. And I may mention again that these have never turned on me. I wake up at 2.21 a.m. And I literally have like a pot belly. Like just from how stiff my stomach is. And what is uh, thinned up a little bit? I have thinned well, up so. a little bit. Yeah. My chubby cheeks are gone. Uh, my legs are skinnier, unfortunately. And because <laughs> I have chicken legs. And <laughs> I'm not afraid to admit it. Look at that. Solid like, quad. I have a good quad, but like, it's just, it's tiny. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, 2.21 a.m., I woke up with just immense pain and... Not like, ooh, I'm about to like throw up or have spicy diarrhea pain, but just like my stomach is just in pain. Like I feel like there's a, a sharp cinder block in my stomach right now, right? So I go, I'm like, you know what, let's just sit on the toilet for a minute, maybe it'll maybe it'll stop. Until four AM. This is the only noise I heard. And that's Hitting the water. Um, <laughs> never again will I eat mozzarella wrapped in prosciutto. That was the most horrific experience I've ever had on a toilet. Never again. Never again. Anyway, so yeah, so that... So that, that all happened at Barton. And... <laughs> No, wait, I finished talking about where all we went. Never mind. Stupid Hoyt. Yeah. Yeah, so um, <laughs> there's a couple of the funnier side of things. Yeah. In what ways did you see, what, what, like, what was the coolest thing you saw God do this summer? <laughs> Let's make it serious, Caleb said. Okay. <laughs> I, Beautiful segue. <laughs> enough cheese, now Jesus. Enough Jesus, now Jesus. <laughs> That was so cheesy. <laughs> uh, uh, Get it, cause cheese. Uh, 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 uh. I'm sorry, I forgot the question. What you say? <laughs> what was what was the, the coolest, coolest thing, thing you, you saw, saw God, God do? Yeah. God do. God, yeah, um, Trinity. <laughs> <laughs> no. What was the coolest thing you saw the Holy Spirit, God, Jesus do? This, this no, okay, so, any and or all of the three. Yeah, um, so I kind of, I never really experienced this, but so we had these things called huddles at REC, and that's where we, us REC squad leaders, we kind of give like a devotion, mini sermon type thing at the end of our REC sessions, and our theme for this summer was called Unlikely, and we used like stories of David um, with that, so we talked about David and Goliath, Day one, uh, David and Bathsheba, and God sending Nathan to David. Um, on the second day and the third day, it was just kind of like open floor, kind of let like the students talk, kind of share what they had learned at camp that week so far. Um, so I had the David and Bathsheba story, and you know, explain all of that, explain the gospel through that. Um, I used Psalm 51 because that's the Psalm David wrote during that time. I read that over them. And then I just kind of talk about, on my last one, I've never done this, never kind of gone off what I normally say, but um, I just kind of went into like why we do this and why we do rec and why we try to create these experiences for the students. And I went into this thing like, um, it's totally Holy Spirit speaking at this point. I had not planned to say any of this. Uh, it was really cool. I just went into why we do camp. Um, and that is simply just to see students saved. And each week I got to see students respond to the gospel. And you asked me this the other day, like just kind of get debriefing me on what you were going to ask me about. And I just thought of Romans one sixteen. Just, I, I saw the power of the gospel this summer, which was just fantastic to see each and every week. Um, even when I was, you know, drained in every type of way, you know, that was always super refreshing to see each night students respond to the gospel. There was this one guy, 
who I loved how he gave an invitation to respond to the gospel. He didn't let the band start playing. He didn't say, heads bowed, eyes closed. He didn't say, raise your hand, none of that. He said, if you feel the Holy Spirit, you know, moving in such a way where you were, your heart has been softened by the gospel this week, please just stand. He did that literally every night, and there was at least like, at least seven students stood each night. That's awesome. A bunch stood the first night. I say seven just because, you know, numbers slowly died down during the week because people were getting saved. But uh, it was Jody Jen- Jennings, okay. which was really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was awesome. So, yeah, just seeing the power of the gospel work in people's lives was – and, like, even, like, our own on the staff was yeah. insane to see. Yeah. Okay, so what were – what what were some ways that you saw your perspective shift on things, whether it's you know personal, um, you know theological, whatever? Like what what was some um, ways you saw your perspective change on things, little things or big things or whatever? Um, one big thing that really that God really checked my heart on was the first week of training camp. Um, was that God can really use anything to move in the hearts of people. Um. Even that, even if that does mean a not great worship song, which we kind of harp on. Um, not saying that we are going to play bad worship songs, but of course not. It, it really, I really got my heart checked on that because that should not stop me from worshiping. If I'm a song is being played in front of me that I'm like, oh, I don't like who wrote this song, so I'm just going to sit out from worshiping right now. Instead of trying to find the truth in the song that maybe they were trying to pull from the Bible in some way, shape, or form. But um, that was one thing, was worship music, um, which is big for us. That's the biggest reason we started this podcast. And uh, Trevor just walked in. Sorry, guys. He's digging through my baseball jerseys. Putting on that Ron Swanson. Are you grabbing my Freddie Freeman jersey? Is that what you're grabbing? Or my Dansby jersey? Dansby jersey, yeah. Like just in, instantly, you know, hey, we're talking about Jesus baseball. Yeah. That's what Trevor's mind is. Say hey, Trevor. Hey. There he is. That's not, Trevor. But, oh, that's not, hey, Trevor, that's not what he told you to say. Yeah. It's okay, though. I'll give you grace covers a multitude of sins. <laughs> we're set of balance. Grace abounds all the more. Yes. But anyway, um, God can use like anything in worship. Um, there was this one, I'm not going to say his name, but there's this one really bad pastor. Um, didn't shut the full gospel, really made me upset. But I did hear him one, si- one time say, Jesus Christ died to save you from your sin. That's the only thing I ever heard him say that was like, honestly, 100% biblical. And I just started praying like, God, please just use that. Uh, Cause, gosh, it was just I, all about like I don't know. Yeah, I I couldn't even tell you what his sermons were about. I left during half of them because I was so just discouraged. But of how unbiblical somebody could be, and when I say yeah. unbiblical, I mean like he would read scripture then just tell stories about himself and try to like match it up and just didn't. Oh, I need scripture in here because it's a sermon. But am yeah. I gonna use it exactly? No, it was just that was just very upsetting. Um, the worship that week though was fantastic. Who's the speaker for the vertical worship week? That was David Platt. That was David Platt. Okay. Yeah. So really cool thing. We had David Platt, Mike Kelsey, and Eric Saunders, all pastors of McLean Bible Church, at one of our camps. Well, David Platt, and Mike Kelsey were at Myrtle Beach. Eric Saunders was at our Pennsylvania one. That's really neat. Um, so that was one change. Um, well, I'm a little bit while we're on the David Platt topic. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Thank you for saying that. I would not have done that if you did not say something. So I got a chance to meet David Platt and talk to him for a good little conversation, about 15, 20 minutes before worship one night. And um, if y'all remember in one of our earlier episodes, I got Phil Johnson from John MacArthur's church to record something for our podcast. And I now have something from David Platt. So, so it's just making the rounds. Just encourage every, so you're a college student or wherever you are in life, like three words, surrender 
abide and rest. Like surrender daily, die to yourself. Lord, here's my life. Whatever you want me to do, wherever you want me to go, my life is yours to spend however you want. And then abide, like abide in him, in his word and prayer and fasting and obedience to him and all the things you know to do on a daily basis. And then rest. That as you're surrendered to Jesus and abiding in Jesus, you can rest. He's going to lead. He's going to guide. He's going to direct your life. However is best for his glory among the nations. And don't settle for anything less than that. Surrender, abiding, and resting, and in the process, living for the spread of the gospel and the glory of Christ among all the nations, especially in a world where three billion people have never heard the gospel. That was the least weepy I've ever heard him talk. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's, I loved getting to talk with him. It was really a blessing. It was awesome. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And you were about to start talking about something else, like uh, a perspective that changed. Yeah, a pretty big one. Uh, So a running joke on this podcast is that what is the reformed guy of the group? And I would still say I am to an extent. Yeah. But uh, I believe what... (laughs) No, just reading through the Bible, you, you, I, I, and we're back. I would just say, um, so yeah, like I'm, no, I've been the reform guy, but I would say that I'm not as much anymore. Let's say I'm, I wouldn't affirm like the tenets of Calvinism or whatever, but so now you're more in my camp, more in your camp, yeah. um. Because like I'm straddling that fence hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, me, you, and Mike Winger, are like yeah, right. There. Yeah, we're we're great friends. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So yeah, uh, I just believe in a little bit more, um, free will. Uh. Than some Calvinists do. Not necessarily in the form of uh, salvation, per se, but I do believe that you wouldn't hear many Calvinists say, I do believe salvation does require a proper response from your will. Uh, In regards to salvation, that they don't talk about a lot, that I think needs to be in their theology. (laughs) Well, and I think... My my biggest problem with like pure and I, I don't know if there's many of these guys that actually like exist out there. I'm I know there are some, like I don't know of any off the top of my head of like the militant, unbridled Calvinists. Um it's like when you take free will completely off the table, when you take the idea that, you know, man doesn't have any kind of agency off the table, you make God the author of evil. Which mm. it like to to a degree. Yeah. That that that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Um now you can apologetic your way out of that however you want to but it's it's really hard to get out of that but that at the same time like god's not going to drag anybody kicking and screaming to heaven either um like god's not gonna i thought i don't like that argument well i'm I, I, okay cool right but at the same time like that's that we, that, that it's that's not what it just looks like in scripture i like any time that uh, we see like a, a salvation in scripture. It's like the person, whether it's because their heart was regenerated before their salvation or after or whatever, it's like they're, you can see them giving their life to Christ. Now, whether salvation comes before or after that, mm-hmm. whatever, like yeah. that, you see that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's my point too. Yeah. Uh, but that, that shifted. Um, that was one thing that did, did change. And um, a scripture that was really heavy on my heart all summer too, especially after I started reading it. Not wouldn't say all summer, but a scripture that found me, uh, and perfectly explained what God was doing in my life during the summer was um, part of Psalm fifty-one. Um, I should probably have it memorized. You know, being a bad Christian, wait, come on. Um. Psalm fifty one, Psalm fifty one ten. Uh, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Uh, restore to me the joy of your salvation, and uphold me with a willing spirit. Mm. 
I found that to be my prayer a lot was like search me, like, yeah. make me um, genuine in a way. Um, Cause I have a tendency to, let's say put on a mask, but you know, put on a facade that I'm a happy go fun person yeah. all the time. Um, not necessarily that I have to be real with my feelings all the time and like bring everybody down with me, but like yeah. I just want to be a authentic person, if that makes sense. Um, and just be the person God made me to be. Yeah. So, yeah. That's quite a perspective shift. Yeah. So, is there a t- particular time in your summer where, like, you felt overwhelmed, per se? Oh, yeah. Um, like, any point in particular is, like, this point in particular, like, yeah, this is just, like, more so than usual. Because, like, I know the camp feeling. Yeah. I know the camp can feel overwhelming all the time. This is, like... Was there a particular point where it was just like super heavy though? Super heavy. Um, I just being like exhausted from camp or. Well, like spiritually, physically is like, man, I need a break. I need time away. Like I've, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Like any kind of feeling like that where you're just like at a low. I wouldn't say I was like, oh man, I'm done with this place. Mm. Or like I'm done with like camp feeling because I loved my team. I was yeah. on. Like that, like being around them really gave me energy. But there was one week where I was like physically drained, like yeah. really like sick feeling. Um, and crew, our stage host, um, was really awesome in that time. He was really encouraging. Just like knowing I wasn't feeling good, he like bring mm. me water or something like that. You know, just small things. And um, like I'll just kind of explain to y'all, like kind of a day for us so we'd wake up go set up the right field like first thing in the morning like seven fifteen. Mm-hmm. we'd go do that um then after it was like 10 minutes for breakfast so we'd probably have to get like a to go plate take that into the worship room because we'd also have to go get painted up for yeah being right squad leaders you know um then it was time for morning worship so that required uh the gulp and gong so you'd bring a kid on stage, excuse me, student. We had to call them students. We couldn't call mm-hmm. them children or kids. Um, that was, you know, for obvious reasons. Um, and so you bring a student on stage, drink something nasty like sardines, apple cider vinegar, and like jelly, you yeah. know, stuff like that. Youth and camp stuff. Youth camp stuff. No, there was one camp uh, that every gulp and gong person threw up after it. I love that. It was Job well done. Job well done, crew. Job well done. No, one one of the cups he pulled out. What you doing over there? He's scrolling through like the, the bug first on like <laughs> the bed that we're on. Sorry. I'm ADHD. Okay. There was one he pulled out and literally there was like an inch thick of like fuzz on top <laughs> of the thing. It was so gross. He went like threw it away and just like came back with like vein of sausages or something. <laughs> oh, it was so gross. But anyway. Um, so gulping gong, and I was always the gong holder. So when they like drank their thing, they would grab the stick from me and like bang the gong, like to quote unquote wake everybody up. Then it was time for squad wars, and so that's when like all the squad leaders ran out on stage with them, and, like kind of hyped the crowd up. We had our flags, we were waving them and everything, and uh, we bring up people from shock, people from surge. Those were the two teams, um, that were at our camp that were competing for like. Spirit stick, indoor rec, outdoor rec cup. And um, then they would have the service. Band would come on, do songs. Um, and we had we played a video in the morning. We didn't do, have like a morning like sermon. Uh, we played a video in the morning. We had Ed Newton, Bob Goff, and I think her name was like Leslie something. But they would sit down and do a, a devotion with teenagers. And then the teenagers would ask them questions based off like the devotion. Um, was the same videos kinda, every week? Yeah. Okay. So, like, after a few weeks, we would, like, go, like, sorry, Student Life, if you're listening to my podcast, because I know you are. Um, we would go take a nap. <laughs> um, <laughs> we were not in the worship room <laughs> after Squad Wars. No, then we had free time. Well, not free time. I say free time. We had about an hour till lunch. Then it was time to go get ready for uh, rec. And then after rec, we had free time until dinner and dinner after dinner was straight to worship 
and then we had a meeting after uh, worship every night. Nice. Mm-hmm. But uh, the the first week at University of North Carolina in Nashville, uh, in Asheville, not Nashville, um, was very physically draining for me, and that's that was probably my low point of the summer. But other than that, I really enjoyed my time. I'm not lying. It was yeah fun, fine and dandy. It was it was like what twelve, thirteen weeks. 11 weeks. 11 weeks, okay. 11, 11, 12 weeks. Forget. 11 weeks because we did 10 weeks and we had one week of training training camp. Um, yeah. Sweet. Well, we'll probably post this video. Trevor's wearing my sunglasses now. Where were those? Were those A on cool the floor? guy. They're on the floor. Okay. I I put them on. Okay. Um, we'll probably post on social media, but um, Trevor, Trevor, freaking Hoyt, like I'm back home getting a new battery for my truck and wait calls he's like, Hey, I'm in town. I'm like, dude, come to the house. And then he comes to the house and I jump in his arms. Oh, oh that video? Yeah. yeah. We gotta post that one. It's that was a good one. Um It'll probably posted before this comes out, but yeah. I feel like there's more like I could talk forever. Yeah, and that's one of those things with this kind of stuff, like there's only so much you can fit into an hour long podcast or whatever, however long we've been recording. But um there's always going to be things that come up with like, there, there's so much stuff from like Alaska and all my summers working camp. Like mm-hmm. they're going to come up talking about stuff in particular, whether it's a story about a kid or, you know, a, a story about a particular Bible said in one night. It's, it's just going to come up oh, about yeah. a particular game, you know, yeah, like stuff just comes up like that. And, um, like there's, there's never going to be like, you couldn't make a movie or write a book about all the stuff you did this summer because that'd be a long heckin' book. Yeah. It's like when John, when John said, you couldn't fit all, like, the, miracles. all, all the miracles, everything yeah. that he ever did into all the books in all the world. I'm like, okay, I, I believe it because three years is a long time. Mm-hmm. Like 12 weeks is a long time. Three years is a long time. 11 yeah. weeks. But. Yeah, that was one thing too. Like I loved, like, I keep in touch with like a bunch of the students I met this summer. Yeah. Like uh, some of the older guys who are like going into college and some of the like life group leaders who are like my age. Yeah. Like, exchange phone numbers, Instagram, stuff like that. I actually talked to one of them today. But, um, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. A lot of maturing happened this summer. Yeah. Um, Summers will do that, bro. Yeah. Yeah. As goofy and fun and hype and exciting as our camp is, like it it was like very maturing Yeah, to be a part of that. There's also a particularly interesting development on your face. What I don't what what are you talking about? Some 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 um facial follicles. It's probably gonna get removed when I do Dang. the background removing. No, I have a mustache now. Um, it's what it is. Uh, He's that guy. I have a mustache. I've I have a flow. I have a long mane of locks now. If you've ever met Hoyt and thought he looked intimidating, like even more now because of this the hair, it's really imposing. Intimidating. Like, I it promise. Is. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> like if you were walking down the street at like 10:30 p.m., I'd 100% hide everything in my pockets. I did lean up this summer I too. I don't think I don't think I'd hide stuff in my pockets. But if you said get, get out of my way, you better believe I'd do just about anything you that said. That was the best Hoyt impression I've ever heard in my life, by the way. <laughs> So just just know that if you look at any of the photographs of Hoyt on the Priority One Instagram, he does not look like that at all. Quite the opposite. Quite different. I, I, I didn't realize. So He looks more 90s. Definitely. Uh, I, I was going to say 70s, but. Yeah, even then. More yeah. 70s than 90s. My, my mustache is pretty straight. Yeah. I was like you, you, you could walk on instead of that seventy share right now and pass. I could be Kelso's share. brother. You could be Kelso's brother. I could be Kelso's brother. No, like I, I didn't realize it, but Don's I was, first boyfriend, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> no, but I, I was talking to uh, Karu and Izzy, two of the people who were on. Uh, Try restarting the computer after this. Okay, it's good to go. Crew and Izzy. Uh, yeah, two people that were on my team this summer. I said, dude, you you look so different. Like you you're a different person. And I went back and I saw a picture of me from training week and I look like a baby. 
Not even a baby. I, I look less than. Like, I don't look better or worse. I just look less. But I really. Dude, there's I'm, definitely more of you to look at now. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying, dude. And yeah, like, I feel like there's. I'm stepping in the Hoyt. I got a yeah, cowboy a lot, hat. A lot I got a trucker people, hat. A lot of people at Calvary are going to see you for the first time after a whole summer. And I wonder if anybody I haven't want, seen Aaron yet. Yeah, like there's a lot of people that might not recognize you. Yeah. Wow. Will, Will Raper didn't recognize me today. Really? Yeah. I don't doubt that for a second. Because I was like, hey, what's up, man? He walked in. He was like, hi. You know, he is. <laughs> and, <laughs> and what is that, Andrew? It's a picture of you from uh, January. Oh, the shaved head. shaved your head. <laughs> no, it's 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 grown in a little bit. Oh my Slight. gosh, bro! Oh, is that the me next to the like, Joyce Meyer books? Double chin oh, and no. all. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> that's a uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. never mind. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh hey, look at time. <laughs> no, and I'm I'm a little tanner too. Yeah. Um, you're also yeah. a littler, a little hoiter too. A little hoiter. You said I'm a little tanner. You're also a little hoit. A little hoit compared to. Pre-summer Hoyt. This uh, pre-summer Hoyt is bigger than current Hoyt. You're a little Hoyt compared to... I'm Hoyt. more jacked than that Hoyt. Mm. Well, I have a calf vein now. You have a calf vein. Yeah, I have a calf vein. You had one before. It's just visible now. No. Yeah. You just grew one? It didn't exist. I grew, exist. One. I grew a vein. <laughs> I grew a vein this summer. How do you feel about that, Trevor? I grew a vein. What They teach you that in your... I'm not going to say what I was about to say. Sorry. And you're su- not going to answer that. In question. your summer <laughs> studies, <laughs> <laughs> this will be a topic in the next episode of Power One Puck. That's what Trevor did this summer. <laughs> he doesn't want to talk about it. It might be for the Patreon, <laughs> <laughs> along with half of this episode. <laughs> no, for real. But yeah, it was a fun summer. It was a fun summer. Grew a lot, learned a lot. Grew a lot. Yeah, yeah, grew grew a lot of hair. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, anything else that I was like, pressing, he's like, man, I don't talk about this. I'm going to like regret all my life decisions. Um, Got a cowboy hat from Laws for $20. I'm so proud of you. Nice. Mm Mm-hmm. Got a Yankees ball cap. It's, it's in your uh, it's your bit measure now, right? Yeah, yep. yeah, and the mustache. Yeehaw, Hoyt. Oh, and uh, I got a student life beanie that they only give out to pastors. But when we counted inventory at the end of summer, I counted the beanies. I said, Caroline, can I please have a student life beanie? She said, Yes. <gasps> so I will be rocking that on stage as well, along with my new uh, Nike Court Royals sneakers. For those of you who don't know what sneakers mm-hmm. are. Well, okay. Congratulations. <laughs> Yo, there, there's a. Uh, Sorry, we've talked a lot about me and my ego has no, no, grown. No, 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 no. There's a topic. You want that you, you, you discovered this yourself. Yeah. A, a discovery oh, that you made. My epiphany. Okay, You're, guys. This is a, the most important I'm part of this podcast, this. I promise. He just I'm, stood up to say this. Yeah. Trevor, I might have already asked you this, but Andrew, I'll ask you this. Okay. In the, in the past years, Right. Worship leaders have been like, okay, what's Justin Bieber wearing at his shows, right? What's Coldplay wearing at their shows? Okay. Right? Like the worship leader at my church or? No, no, no. Like for like popular worship, worship oh. concerts. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Now, think of like maybe the last two to three years. All right. What are they wearing now? Like th- think of specifically like Corey Asbury, Christian Stanfield. If you look David in my Crowder. closet, you'll see three of them in succession. Exactly. Okay. You got that in your brain? Okay. What are they? I don't I don't expect you to know this, but I'm just gonna throw it out there. What's Morgan Wallen wearing? Who? What's Morgan Wallen? Who? Morjan Walleen. Oh. <laughs> Ernest. Maybe even the Florida Georgia Line guys sometimes. Okay. Both of them. Okay. 
some some other country artists, what are they wearing? Boots. The same freaking thing. The jeans, the lace-up boots, the flannels, the trucker hats. Am I wrong? The new country guys are, are the new trendsetters for worship leaders. It's no longer the pop guys. It's no longer the pop guys. It's the country guys. I don't, I, I don't think I watch enough videos of country music. That's what I'm saying. To, yeah. I think Trevor has something to say. Well, it just goes to prove my point that Christian music is like three to four years behind on what is considered modern and cool, and they're just trying to catch up like all the old youth leaders do with all their kiddos. It's like, watch the memes today, kiddos, and like stuff like that. So I think that their outfits are trying to compensate for that. Lacking but it's dope, though. <laughs> No, but like I think like the the style now is like the trucker hats, right? Sure. I feel like a lot of people, a lot more people were in the trucker. Corey hats. Corey Asbury in particular. Yeah. Corey Asbury particularly. David Carter's kind of always done that though. Yes, he has with the trucker hats. Christian Stanfield has recently got into that. When you're I David Carter, David Christian never trends. He doesn't follow them. Uh, Christian Stanfield never wore hats until recently. Exactly. Like not any kind of hat. Exactly. My point. Not on stage at least. Anyway, thank you for that. Yeah, something something to chew on. Yeah, yeah. That just pained my existence down to my core. Hearing you that know, sound, it got perfectly louder. So it, it it's like a. It, Yay! It, I'm glad I can help. No one else will get this, but it looks yeah. cool in the little audio wave. I'm because glad no I can one, give you like some aesthetically pre- pleasing thing to look at. Thank you, Hoyt. Because the mustache wasn't enough. Yeah, mustache wasn't enough. Caleb's growing one out as well. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my darndest. It's not, not. He's getting there. Emphasis on trying. Yep. This is just a uh, subtle, sad reminder that it's gonna turn white before it fills in. My, uh, <laughs> my good works are as filthy rags. There's nothing that I can do. There you go. There you go. Well, guys, guys, as a uh, Forgot how we ended this for a second there. Yeah, but it was awesome. Hoyt, Hoyt looked at me like I was supposed to end it. Hoyt no, you've been these. looking at me that way for a minute. I'm like, is he not going to end the episode? No. It feels good to be back. Dude, it this feels, feels great natural. Y'all haven't missed a week. We missed a whole summer. Yeah, because we, we, I can never believe this, but we kind of recorded things out of order a little bit. Oh. And recorded in bulk. <laughs> it's but, crazy. Yeah. Anyway, guys. Whack. This has been yet... Another great installment of the Priority One podcast. As always, I'm Hoyt. I'm Caleb. I'm Andrew. I'm Trevor. <laughs> Say it, Andrew. See Listen you next week. Next, next week. See you then. Yep, see you then. <laughs>